<laughs> oh, I had one. I that was like the, that was like the three stages. Do you have your? Oh, <laughs> right Do you have your intro, Andy? Uh, no, but I'll, I'll work it out. Okay. I'll figure something out. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I know I'm, I'm ready. You ready? You ready? Are you ready, Bob? I'm ready. <laughs> I don't have to be ready. Yeah, you do. Cause oh I go loud. You do. Oh my god. It's Katie Coon and Razorblades. I'm Bob, and I try to keep my head out of the banister. And here are my co-hosts, Alex and Andy. Introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Alex, and uh, this was almost a better uh, gas station scene than Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, there was a head shaking to that <laughs> that you did not see. There was a... Yeah. Andy Motor voted the microphone. He did. I don't actually remember enough of Blair Witch 2. I, need to I love that movie. I want to watch it again. We don't know why. I love it so much. <laughs> um, and I'm Andy, and oh god, I got nothing because I just really hated this movie. Go! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so this week we are going into French extreme cinema again, like we did with Raw, only this time with the original French extremo film, New High Age. Tension. High yes. Tension or Haute Tension. Haute. Haute, haute Tension. Haute Tension. Yes, and, and we have details on that one. Go in, uh, go on. You're not Alan. not Andy. Alex, Alex. Oh my God. A name directed by Alex- <laughs> Alexandre Aja, written by Alexandre Aja and Gregory Levasseur, starring Cecile de France, Mayuen, Philippe Nohan, uh, Frank Calfoun, Andre Finiti, and Oana Pelea. Those pronunciations are very French. They are. French. So this, I would like to say that Oana Pelea could very well be a Hawaiian actress with Pelea. that name. Hawaiian wow. porn actress. Which, which actually, I love her, apparently, in the script. She's just Mère Alix. That's her name. And then we also have Père Alix. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the mother and father. Yeah. Yes. Mom and dad. Alex. Tom, Tom, Tom gets a name, but Mère and Père Alix don't get names. Well, and that's fine because they don't last long. Now they're just Tom. Oh, no. But he definitely gets a name. Yeah, but he at least dies in a cornfield, which well, is because where children should die. Jesus. By shotgun in a cornfield? Maybe, no. Bob no, has opinions. No. This podcast is not sponsored by no, Bob's opinions about killing not. children. <laughs> no, children should not die. It's I funny. think if you're going to kill a child in a cornfield, the least you can do is, like, you know, build, like, the big sort of corn cobby crucifix, set them on fire. Maybe yeah. have the weird little, like, ground slug thing come after them. Yeah, the, yeah. who walks between the rows. There you go. Yeah. There you go. The book is so much better. <laughs> I grew up watching that movie on cable, though. I mean, I, l- I love the fact that that movie goes on for an eternity, and I own all of the sequels. Oh, and they just keep getting worse. Oh, God. Yeah. And only, like, two of them but are actually in a cornfield. That, corn. that was one of those movies that was on, like, TBS all the time. It was, mm-hmm. like, that and The Beastmaster. I was watching oh. one of those every week. The Beastmaster. I watched the TV show Beastmaster. Was that? Oh, God. I don't think that was as good. Did he still have the ferrets? Because... Photo and photo, yes. Details on haute tension. Go, go, go. Read the details already. I did the details. Wait, not. I mean, the synopsis. Synopsis. (laughs) Yes, go. Oh my lord. The thing. The words. The thing. Synopsis. I promise you that clicking was not a beer. Bob is just drinking diet coke. Right. 
I'm just dumb. The film begins with a woman wearing a hospital gown whispering to herself. Her back is revealed, showing sutures from injuries all over. The scene cuts to a woman who runs from something unknown in a road near a forest. She stops the car, screaming, begging for help. This is revealed to be Marie's dream. She and Alex, her best friend, are on their way to stay at Alex's parents' house for the weekend to study. When they arrive, Alex gives Marie a tour of her house before they settle down for dinner. After dinner, Alex sleeps, and Marie lies on her bed listening to music and masturbating. Yeah. Hardcore masturbating. Yep, just hand down them pants all Marie Al Bundy then style. hears no a doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> Marie then hears a doorbell ring. The most obnoxious doorbell you could ever imagine. Yes. is making a cassoulet, man. Yeah. And uh, Père Alix walks to answer it, who is then immediately murdered at his door through, like, the screen door. Yeah. Where the killer then enters and does the best banister kill ever. Oh, that I don't even know how it's possible. It's not. It's not. Um, And then the killer, so at that point, Alex's mother comes out to discover the noise and is also approached and killed by said killer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Part one. Part one. Oh, God. Okay. So, Jesus Christ. I'm going to preface this by saying that the last time I watched this movie was like 10 years ago. So, I'm good with this movie. I don't hate this movie at all. I like this movie. It has no rewatchability. It I think, has uh, none. So I the, could not sit and I, concentrate I on it. I found it to weekend. be an extremely unrewarding watch the first time. Uh. So, the first time I've ever seen it was this morning. <laughs> Oh, you had never seen it before. fresh in your mind. No, I knew everything about this movie for years. <laughs> so, so you actually okay? So it was it was that plus the fact that you knew I had just watched it like a week or two ago and exactly. hated it and was ranting. Well, this was so, revenge for Kuso. The funny thing no, about this was <laughs> that joke that that's old memes, Bob. That, Keep it. up with the time. That's it. So, <laughs> the, the funny thing about this is before you ever said you had watched it yeah. I was already thinking about it because I was like oh this is the perfect reason for me to watch it because okay. I've always wanted to because exactly. right. that's actually like I, it's been on my radar forever yes and, and, and I've been just like exactly that like I've been hearing so much about it it always gets brought up anywhere and I'm like oh I've got to check this out it looks good no, it's, seriously I, <laughs> yeah. the first time you watch it it's wonderful it's a good yeah, movie. I might disagree with you. So the I, first, well, I mean, you might. And you didn't you hate know this. No, there's a <laughs> I hate so this. huge spoilers. There's a twist. There is a yes. huge twist. There is a huge twist, and the movie does rely heavily on this twist. And this came out in '03, so this was like the beginning of the era of the twist. This was kind of pre. It was post Sixth Sense, but yes. it was yeah. pre Signs and the Village. Pretty we had yet big M Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. This was, let's see, so Signs was like 1999. Signs, I think, came out the same year as this. Okay, yeah. But still, so it was before the twist was hammered into us. Yeah. The twist was hammered into us in the 60s because Chubby Checker fucking nailed that shit down. Oh, my God. And then Klaus Nomi came and ruined it. Yes. (laughs) No, he did not. You (laughs) shut your whore mouth. Klaus Nomi is marvelous. Did you listen to Klaus Nomi's version of the twist? Yes. Oh God! Yeah, it that version of the twist still hurts me. I know we've mentioned it before. It hurts me on the inside. <laughs> I love Klaus. So Nomi. anyway, let's talk about this movie. First of all, this dream, and which is not a dream. It's not a dream. It's, Spoilers. It's really is, weird. For this is the actual end of the movie. Yeah, the reference to it being a dream is, I think, very random. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Be- because the French do like their déjà vu. They do. I mean, because uh, uh, it's a French term. There's also amébou. Yeah. Which is actually what this book might I've be. I've never seen this before in my life. Yes. <laughs> and I've done it. Yeah. Um, so this, 
This movie fails on a lot of levels right off the gate because it's a horrible dub. Oh, God, yes. yes. It was before we really fully embraced that foreign movies were a thing and could make money in America. Exactly. So we were still not like, even Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon has a very often used horrific dub. Yeah. yeah. And bad lip reading is fun on some level, but in this movie, it, and we're just going to talk about the entirety of the movie for, for the dubbing piece, it's not even fully dubbed. There are places that yeah. are obnoxiously just French. Well, because they, they, their, their reasoning in the scope of the movie is that Alex's family is American mm. and they moved to France recently. Ah. And so whenever you're talking to them or around them, it's English. But, but whenever you have to deal time. with other people, they're still in France. Yeah. So you have Marie, who is bilingual in this instance, yes. talking in both. So I think... Unless, they, that's, unless that's actually like part of the, the plot of the it movie. It is. It's which, a dropped line in the dialogue. But it's like it's so unimportant. And the original movie is just in French. Yes, which I... I w- so... Audience members, I worked so hard to find a French... That's actually why I saw it this morning, is because I spent days hunting for a version of this movie in French that I could stream. If you're going to dub the movie, dub the fucking movie. And that and not that that's not to suggest I'm not a fan of dubs. I'll I'll read subtitles all day. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I really will, for the most part. Um, like I said, there should have been some for the witch, but anyway. But this this turn on captioning. But good this, Lord. this dub, so like half the movie is dubbed, the other half of the movie is not dubbed, and the dubbing is really bad. It mm-hmm. is terrible. Really, only, really bad. The only good performance you get out of the dub is that scene at the very beginning, and then it comes back at the end with her like chanting, "I'm never gonna, no one's ever gonna take you" or whatever yeah. she chants. Yeah, that is very well done in the dub. Yes, mm-hmm. but so they got nothing one else. Thing, they yeah, got one nothing thing else right. worked. Right but. now, <laughs> again. Uh, I, I might have been able to get further into this movie had the dub bit not been so awful. Yeah. I don't think I would have liked it regardless. Because of the uh, twist? Because of everything before the twist. Okay. I, it doesn't, it didn't even work for me before the twist. Yeah. So like, and I, I won't get too crazy into that yet. I'll save up all my rage or whatever. But I think that, yeah, the dub really set the wrong tone. So, uh, yeah, and the, the first scene after the dream, uh, I mean, the dream itself is disturbing. Uh, but the, it's strange. You know, when we're talking about... It reminded me of the opening of Raw, actually. A little bit. Yeah, the car. Yeah. yeah. The French so, people and their car issues. Yeah. <laughs> so so we're talking, we're, we're watching the two girls in the car on the way to see, Alan, not Alex's? Alex's, yeah. Okay, Alex's parents. Obnoxiously. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and they, the two of them basically just spend the entire car ride, you know, complaining that Alex is a slut. And Marie is, you know, very painfully hiding her attraction to Alex. It's it's so well, obvious. She, from she the does. Beginning. She does such of the obvious. And anyone who's been in this position of like the I'm pretending not to be gay yeah. around you conversation, where it comes back to you, and it's like, well, when are you going to get in a relationship? Right. And it's the worst kind of avoidance oh, conversation God. ever. Of like, I just, uh, I'm just not in the right mood for relationships right like now. And that is basically. The- Exactly said, just like that in yeah. the kitchen scene later before yes. everything goes down. It's like in the 60s, anytime Liberace was on TV, like the host would always be like, hey, I, uh, I noticed you're still single. Uh, are you? Is there anybody on the horizon? Yeah. yeah. Confirmed bachelor. Yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. sure that was like his partner was at the piano just looking at him too. They were sitting next to each other and he's just like, no, honey, I'm just, I'm going to be single forever. I love the ladies. <laughs> God damn it, Matt Damon. 
I love that movie, I though. Know, it's a great movie. <laughs> Beyond it's the Candelabra. Silly as fuck. No but then again, oh, so was Liberace. It's, it's an HBO original movie about Liberace yeah. and his partner. With Matt Damon and Matt Damon, and Damon plays Kurt, the partner. How have I never heard of this? It's only been out for like a year. That the, sounds like fun. Kirk Douglas. It's, it is wonderfully done. Not Kirk Douglas. The one that's married to Michael Douglas. Yes. Married to Catherine Zeta-Jones. Michael Douglas playing Liberace and Matt Damon playing his partner. It's hilarious. Weird. No, I've never heard of this. It's hilarious. And uh, it's I'm intense. Pleased. It is. It's wonderfully intense. Like, it's not a bad intense. But no, it's, it's just like, it is okay. another, it's like if you ever saw the movie Changing the Plan or whatever, where it's about um, Sarah Palin and... No, that, I have I have never so that consumed movie, any media concerning Sarah Palin. That movie is ever. fantastic because it makes fun of the whole idiocy of that campaign and it's another just amazing hbo movie that just adds to their list but so so we've got an obviously closeted lesbian yeah um who is crushing hard who look who is very much the anne hache ellen oh yeah um look going on like the short the pixie cut yeah i love that um but i love that actress oh god um cecile defense is amazing in everything she's ever done Uh, yeah emma emma watson when Emma Watson did the pixie cut. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking fabulous. <laughs> yeah, the, the pixie cut on the right person just enhances those cheekbones. It's just like Even this Anne entire Hayes body just amazing. hangs off these cheekbones. Yeah. yeah, and Hayes looked, that was the best you've oh, ever yeah. seen her was with the pixie cut. Yeah. And um, in the re-shooting of Psycho, right. mm-hmm. she looked really good as um, Which, Marianne. Mary, yeah. Marianne Crane. Yeah, yeah. Marianne. Okay. Marianne. I thought she, I thought she, Marianne. Yeah, she was fine. She wasn't what was wrong with that movie. No, no, she was not. The directing was, was what's the, wrong with that the movie. Directing. The fact that they try to do shot for shot. Right. For they Psycho, didn't you know. do shot for shot, though. They tried. Well, they said, yeah, they they said so, they he to. pretended, but those yeah. I've watched them together. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched it once. I, did, I actually did not mind Vince Vaughn. I actually really that liked film. that remake. I'm not going to lie. It's not Psycho. It's, it's not. It feels unlike Psycho. The shower scene simply does not work. The shower scene, yeah. The shower scene, they tried too hard to remake the original, yeah. right? which does not work outside of that context. It right, doesn't. you cannot remake it. This is actually a really good, it, uh, a there's great a documentary about the shower scene. There's a lot of times when it doesn't even work yeah, in I've seen that. I forget what it's called, sense. but it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I even, yeah. there's a great podcast, it's only about six episodes, all about everything involving the site of, of Psycho, like yeah. go all the way back to Ed Gein, to Robert Bloch, mm-hmm. to, yeah. is a great, it's like six episodes, they're like 30 minutes each, a wonderful nice. little podcast. Yeah, nice. I'm going to dig so, up the, the, the uh, documentary. The, yes. Yeah. It's so, going to drive me crazy. Until so I... it is, well, that scene is really weird to me because they, these girls have 78.52. Yes. Okay. I'll shut up now. Yeah. Okay. The, those girls, and part of this may be the dub, Mm-hmm. Because we don't get to hear the French performance in this instance. Yeah. But those girls have no chemistry. None. No. They None don't feel all. like... And and I wish I could hear what the dialogue sounded like in French. Yes. Because mm-hmm. physically they have no chemistry. I actually yeah. understand enough French that, like, especially the level of dialogue that they were having, I could probably have followed. Yeah, and I just... I, I, want, I wish I could hear their performance because they don't physically get close enough to each other to feel like right. close enough friends that you're bringing this girl home for the weekend right. with your parents. That's It's just right. very And she's like, odd. I'm just glad I got to meet your parents. Yeah, and just the whole thing, like... What? what? How are you friends? They're, I mean, 
th- th- she's slut shaming her on such a level where I'm like, you hopefully have a really good relationship. Yeah. Why? Why are you sleeping with a guy who already has a girlfriend? Oh, the taken ones are better because I love you know. that argument. But that is the most here, really. This is for Andy. That's the I most retained, French argument. I retained ever. none of that. But yeah, oh this is a fantastic little argument where they're talking about yeah. why are you with this guy who's another person, and she's like, well, the committed ones just make better partners. They've already been taken, so something's good about them. And I'm like, right, that makes perfect <laughs> but sense. The committed one who's cheating on the girlfriend with you, what? What? Yeah. Why? The cheating isn't the important part. The fact is, someone wanted him enough to take exactly. him. Exactly. So uh-huh. you're going to take him from that other person, <laughs> which makes you a bad person. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I'm sorry, no. So, and we also did the... So you guys, did you both watch the Shutter version? Yes. Oh, I yes. did. Yeah, you watched part of it. You only got this far. Yeah. Um, well, like, like I said... Did I, you I watch tr- the theatrical version when you originally watched it? No, it was the... The cut. The cut. The, the, cut, the American cut, NC-17 yeah. cut. So, but I watched it on pay-per-view when it came out okay. in America. So. so, in do you remember, Andy? That was, that was when the unrated cut was, like, a big selling yeah. point for... Yeah. That's when... It, for a lot of things, Every yeah. Every stupid movie well, had this, an unrated cut that just had, yeah. like, five extra seconds of footage. And and exactly. And maybe an extra boot. This wasn't even unrated. This was literally NC-17. Right. <laughs> so they had to cut yeah. stuff to, to, to make it fit as Well, R, no, right? actually, they did not. They weren't going to cut anything to make it fit R. It was never going to fit R. But the uh, reason that, was, uh, that it was NC-17 is because of gore and yes. because of homosexuality. Well, yeah. The, they were lesbians. The, the yeah. MPAA is fucking insane. Exactly. Oh, the MPAA are. is run by, you know, people that don't like gay people, which is why anything with a gay subtext is going to get an R rating. Speaking of another good documentary, this film was not yet rated. Yes. Yep. Fantastic documentary. Yeah. Yep. So, so uh, now we've got these two girls. Neither of them have any chemistry with the other. They're fairly antagonistic towards one another. The lesbian is still in love with Alex. Maria's still in love with <laughs> yeah. Alex for some reason. Like, no. she, she, for some reason. She's not, obnoxiously no. in love with Alex. Right. Because she's... Yeah. I, I mean, the, no, the movie is how old? It's she's already no. back in the U-Haul. Yeah. So the, here's the question. In the, in the cut on Shutter, did you get to see the scene where the killer was in the truck Ma- uh, humming yes. the head? Yes. yes. Oh, face, okay. fucking face fucking the head. Mem- a, 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 or a, 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 it, it might have been the stump. No. Don't know. Do you know whose head that was? Alex's. Oh my God! Yeah, no. Yes, it is. Alex. It was a. This is from the trivia as well as I. I went back and watched it. It is. It didn't a, even look like it is head. a mount of Alex's head, and you actually, the exact image that you see the dead head comes later in the movie, right before she's released from the chains. Oh, with her mm. nose turned in that certain way, with the blood on her nose, exactly mm. that way. Like it's. I read about it in the trivia, mm. and I went back and compared it real quick, and it is. Yeah. It is totally like a model of her head from later in the Didn't film. Didn't catch it. So I mean, no. So was it actually? So well. So because. Then, because uh, then that kind of begs the question: Is uh, were they trying to use that to clue you in as yes, to what is actually yes. happening? They try a that, number of times that's, to that's clue you. That's a fail. In. <laughs> that was yeah. a fail because I yeah. yeah. And, I, it's, and again, it's I, knew the, I also, again, I, you have, if you're even listening to this person who is listening to this, um, you've probably absorbed through the pop culture, A, there's a twist, B, what the twist is. Yeah, I mean, we can just spoil it now. There's yeah. no reason to, to right, dance. Right, because the movie is what? The, it's 2003. Yeah. So, yeah. so and 15 you can't, years you old. can't really talk about anything that goes on in this movie without talking about it in light of the twist. Yeah, yeah. and it's, so, so the twist is that. So if you, if, you, if you don't know what we're talking about, you have about three seconds to hit stop. Yeah. Whoop. And then go watch the movie and come back. So yeah, the twist is that Marie is the killer. Yes, and she is a, a, she is fanatically in love with Alex for yeah. whatever unnecessary reason. Uh, so which brings and we will discuss the, the, the again the predatory lesbian and how, and how this is super problematic later. 
But it, it's not. I don't find it. I mean, we can talk about it because I don't find it to be a, a problematic trope. Because it comes from the French. Well, because it, in French culture, this is not. We, uh, we can have the conversation now or later, but it's. Yeah. I think in the context of where how this film would have been viewed, mm-hmm. that is not as bad as if this was a complete American movie. I don't have a whole lot of an opinion either way. It's a little, it's a, it's a little tropey, but at the same time, it's really fucking insincere. Well, it, <laughs> it, it, does, it, it just doesn't make sense in the no. dub. Exactly. Yeah. You don't. You never feel yeah. their relationship until until it's like shoved in your face. That's exactly yeah. right. And like, and, and even even you get as far as like Marie, like uh, just making that fucking cassoulet with her bean in the moonlight. Mm. Like you don't, it's, there's nothing that I, that you see so far in the movie that suggests that she's banging it to Alex. Yeah. She's right. not, they could have like cut in a scene of Alex real quick. Like her thinking about Alex yeah. or like mm-hmm. a shower scene. Contrast or... that with yeah. neon demon in which Jenna Malone is totally fucking getting nasty on a corpse. But you know, very, very explicitly she's thinking about Elle Fanning. Yeah. Because Elle Fanning, uh, because Jesse in, in Elle Fanning in neon demon is also banging it, but not thinking about. Well, it's look, she's not thinking about Rose. She's thinking about herself. Actually, she's not. She's actually not masturbating at all. It's Ruby mm. is Ruby is fantasizing her masturbating. Mm, but anyway, that's right. Mm, yeah. um, but yeah, so this movie, yes. in this part, I like the killer. I could have done this movie with with that person actually being the killer. It's such like a Jeepers Creepers kind of reference. Yeah, it, yeah, down to the truck. Yeah. And, and I think that's where the the truck reference and Jeepers Jeepers Creepers came from because that truck was very definitely I'm a serial killer. Look, I have a doll's well, head. These on came my... out again around the same time. Yeah. So they probably pulled from the same sources yeah. more than each other. Right. right. The thing, um, I don't think the movie works even without the twist, but I think it would be less grating for me without the twist. So yeah. the, I'll get to that later. Yeah. But so at least in this part, I like the beginning. I like that we get right down to the killing. Yeah, we it, don't yeah. we don't spend we don't a lot of time. time. That's the thing, because honestly, I, it's a spelt movie. It's eighty nine minutes cut. Yeah. I will say, like that first section before the killer showed up, it felt like forever. It, it does, does take a minute, it but then once he shows up. Like- Forever, like here's this kid. The kid's running out with this fucking cowboy hat on, and there's this whole conversation about how he has to change his clothes because he can. He has to go have a bath, and then he can put his cowboy duds on afterward. And I'm like, why are we having this conversation? Why am I watching this? Right. Yeah, um, that was that. You're we we being endeared to this child that we're going to watch killed in less we than failed. Like a minute. <laughs> we, right. I was not endeared to this. I don't get endeared to kids in movies. But we were. I mean, we were trying to care about. He wanted to be a cowboy for his sister, and he loved his sister. Right. The, the These are the is, endearing things. The point is, like, kids in danger already worry me enough. And I. This is. I'm a person yeah. who hates kids. I hate kids. But if you if you put a child in danger, like I get that shorthand, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, the kids are in danger. Because mm-hmm. in in the abstract, I love kids. I just hate being around them. So if you make me be around the kid, <laughs> carrying yeah. on about black feeling, black feeling, I'm a cowboy. Yeah. Then I hate the kid, and I feel no sympathy whatsoever when he gets f- yeah, fucking face shotgun off. Don't, in a don't make field. the kid annoying. Just have the kid yes. be there. Um, so the exception to that rule is the ba- the Babadook, where the annoying kid serves a very important purpose. I like him. In that you yeah. are supposed to empathize. You're supposed to sympathize with the mother. You're I supposed to sympathize with the mother who wants to kill him. You're supposed to. I did not. Yeah, Bob, I did. Bob sympathized with the Babadook who was trying to kill the exactly. Kid. I, I like I the Babadook. Wanted them yeah. to lose. I mean, I actually like. I like Mr. Babadook. You like him because he's Babasha. <laughs> <laughs> he 
But anyway, LGBT and then icon. yeah, moving on to the the killer entering the home. Finally, um, he's this. It's so. He's it, big Bubba. He's a big Bubba. He's he's a burly dude. Yeah, it's he's like we went into, we're watching a wrong turn movie almost. Exactly. It's it's almost as if he's you know your your basic you know inbred hick. He's what they thought Tyler Labine was in Tucker and Dale versus right. Yeah, and, but knowing and this is where you know knowing that twist comes in. It, it it's horrible knowing the twist when you're watching it again. <laughs> yeah, because all you can think of is why does she see herself as this big massive dude which i suppose could lead into a trans question but i'm like how is that your vision of yourself while while you're killing these people what what is going on because that's the evil part of her so that's the lesbian part that she's trying to bottle up she's really a butch lesbian it could be i mean you know what if you're butch be butch be as butchy as you want to be i am not butch you can have all mine yeah go for it no so moving forward with the plot, uh, we have Marie <laughs> hearing the mother's screams, quickly arranges the guest room to make it appear that no one is staying there and hides under the bed. Yeah. Um, the killer then comes yeah. in. And, and looks under the wrong end of the yeah, bed. Looks yeah, looks in weird places. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Checks the shower, checks the sink to see if there's water in the sink. Yeah, checks the faucet, yeah, to like, see if right. someone just used it. Like, right. fucking really? That That is very strange little and, thing. And now, and that is, I will give the movie a little bit of credit. That scene makes no sense pre-twist. Well, and he just, Once you know the twist, you realize that he's checking coming. all of these things that she did because... She's picturing him checking all of the shit that she did that she just to cover did, her yeah. tracks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I get that. I but, still hate it, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Which is also yeah. what, you know, when you're watching it, not knowing the twist, how the hell is this dude just going to randomly pull into a country driveway and, you know, yeah. stop well, into the house? Has and his start lights having lived the in country locations, that's not nearly as yeah. hard to do as you think. Yeah, true. But also, um, it's just a so but, continue but, with this part yeah, of the plot. So, yeah, let's, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> After um, so, Alex then creeps downstairs, sees Marie promising to to sneak her out in order to find a phone. After hearing loud hu- thuds, she hides in the closet through the slats of the door and watches Alex's mother die from the mm. the killer. Cliche. Yeah, as her throat is slashed, Alex's younger brother runs from the house to find the cornfield, pursued by the killer. Which Marie returns to Alex, where she witnesses the young boy's murder from a window. Marie promises to free Alex, but the killer is heard returning. Marie sneaks into the kitchen and takes a butcher knife. Which makes a sharpening sound just by waving it through the air. It's true. Uh, Alex is then dragged into the killer's truck, and Marie sneaks into the trunk with the butcher knife and hides there while, with Alex while he locks them in and drives off. So Because she's back. a thinker. Let's go back for a minute, and let's talk about the father's death. Because we didn't do that. That's your favorite death? It really, it is, but it's so totally not possible because one, I mean, yeah, you could, you, it is possible, but you need to build up a whole hell of a lot more steam with a heavier item to do that. And frankly, the banister would have broken it's before just, his neck. Did. It's very comically silly. It's, it's comically it's fun. silly. It's yeah. fun. It's, I, but I, I'm like, yeah. You know, let's please just move an entire dresser and just shove it at a man's so, face. So, funny story. There's a little moment of foreshadowing where you watch Marie move the dresser earlier. Mm. Mm. 
Wait. Yeah. There is that, that same dresser downstairs? Mm-hmm. It's a different dresser, okay, but it's yeah, the she's... same shaped dresser where she okay. obviously moves it easily. Yeah. 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 So it's it's the foreshadowing. Yeah. They do a they do a moderate job of trying to at least give you the breadcrumbs that yeah. Marie yeah. could be is the killer long right. before you figure it out. The only kill the couple of things where it breaks down for me is like Obviously, she wasn't up in the room with Alex when she was killing her little brother. But then, do we just black out for the trip back up to the room? Like, there's space in there. At some point, she probably tied up Alex before she started doing anything. Because otherwise, Alex Alex would have known what the hell happened. Right. You know, I'm sure Alex would have woken up and you know, th- hearing the screams. This is the filmmaker's cheat. Alex doesn't yet respond negatively to her. Right. Right. She still kind of responds the way you think someone would respond if you were hoping to see them. Right. Versus, obviously, Marie still tied and chained her up and Alex should be freaking out from the beginning. Right. right. But she it's a little be. cheat. I mean, she's still freaking yeah. out, but she's not freaking out at Marie. Yeah, which is, you know, obviously, maybe, you know, we'll give it the movie, maybe she didn't know who tied her up, she woke up that way. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, when when Al- when Marie gets in the car in the mm-hmm. back of the truck with her, yeah. unless all of that was just in her mind and she never got in the back of the truck. Well, it would have to be, yeah. because otherwise, who's going to drive close the, the door? Truck? Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's that's where, that's where so much of this, well, I well, we're all. I'm it also falls concerned. Apart, it, it does totally fall apart because I'm concerned which car was actually real—the car or the truck. Well, the truck has to be real because that's where she gets the weapon that she uses to um, yeah. kill other real yeah. people. Yeah. So. So the truck had to have existed on the farm. Yeah. Right. And they had to. Have, she had to have pre-gotten it when she. You know. Yeah. There's a lot of ifs and and. Yeah. There's lots of ifs and buts and candy and nuts involved in this. Right, exactly. And nuts is pretty much where it is. But, I mean, yeah, the death of the mother, somewhat well done. I I appreciated it for what it was. Um, It it was remarkably goreless for where the movie ends up. Yeah, it was. Because you don't see a lot... Because normally when you see a a throat slitting thing, squirt, 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 right at the get-go. Whereas it's just kind of bleh. But you see the squirting after... You know, when, when they show the, yeah. the doors where yeah. she's hiding, where the killer can't see her because the mother on her way down has closed the slats. Right. And that whole, like, the watching a murder through the slats in a door is a, kind of a tired trope. It is. Way. Was it in 2003? Yeah. Yes. Because okay. that, that had been yes. going on since Halloween. Uh, really. It's been going on since before that. Well, yeah, it's yeah. been going on forever, but it's... Stepper in, Wives. Yeah. Um, it's important in this... Halloween Parents in 89 I thought we did were it. friends. Coffee. Silent Hill 2, Coffee. fucking 1999. Like, yeah. So I, th- I think it's important in this movie, though, because she has to always witness the deaths. Right. So they had to come up with different ways for her to watch people die. And I think exactly. I have a, I think Without I have a theory. Without being seen herself. Yeah. I think I have a theory um, about that as to why she has to witness, witness the deaths in the way that she does and why things behave the way that they do. Sure. Is this, this is an, an elaborate fantasy that she is concocting in her head. Yeah. It is composed of shitty horror movie tropes because yeah. that's what she's seen. It's true. And it, so, it's a very dissociative fantasy. Yes. Right. So I will give, I will again give this movie little props that I think these things, which I find irritating and horribly cliched and trope-tastic, mm-hmm. are deliberate choices. I still hate them. Right. I, I don't, I <laughs> but, mean. But again, like, I get it. I just hate it. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't actually see the trope-tastic as being a problem in this film because you're right. It's dissociative fantasy. 
it is her experiencing herself going insane and doing all these things, but her mind is seeing what she knows and her, her mind obviously knows horror movie tropes. And that's why I don't see those tropes as being problematic in the film. I see the twist itself being problematic. I see the tropes as being problematic just because they make for a fairly boring movie. Yeah. In my opinion. But when you think about the twist, they make sense. They kind of retroactively do make sense, but that does not, make the movie right. any more pleasant for me to watch. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the it. other thing, the other thing that bothers me about this fantasy scenario that she's concocted, she, her part in it, like if this is like a weird fantasy wish fulfillment, mm-hmm. like she's the hero scenario. Yeah. Her idealized version of herself is fucking stupid. Yeah. She makes the worst possible decision mm-hmm. at every single juncture. She, well, she always well, makes bad choices. She, she does. Horrible choices. Horrible Final girls got to keep the movie running. Choices. Final girls tend to make horrible choices, though. Well, it's like what what I think is funny is when you think about the movie, she has to physically get injured every way the killer gets injured, mm-hmm. and she has to dissociate her own injuries. Right. So a couple of times she does horrifically stupid things because the she got injured when she was trying to kill people. Yeah. And she has to somehow get that injury. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of places where it almost we jump cut injuries. Yeah, she just suddenly has more injuries than she had before, and there's very little explanation about where this new limp comes from. Right, why she is suddenly so much more injured, and you kind of have to put it together in retrospect, where you're like, well, anytime anyone or anything bad happens to the killer. It also mm-hmm. is happening physically to her because she is the killer. Exactly. And, and that's where I uh, I don't mind so much that they played with the final girl trope. Because she's obviously the final girl in her fantasy. She's obviously Well, the other the girl lives, alive. so the other girl is actually the final girl. Right. Oh, but again, th- th- we're talking about her, her fantasy. Uh, we're talking about Marie's fantasy conception of what's yeah. happening. It's true. <clears throat> so, um, but I mean... So, uh, if that's the case, just bitch needs to watch better movies. She really does. Um, <laughs> that's, I think that's a problem. So maybe, maybe that's my whole problem. It's just like, you know what? Okay. I understand you. You go crazy. You killed your girlfriend and her whole family, yeah. but, oh what, my what? God, can't and you just like, watch gonna, something good? Watch better movies. If you're going to do this, movies. watch Diabolique. Well, again, mm. so this, this movie helped bring about a lot of the better movies it in did. French cinema. It did. Because Martyrs, the original French Martyrs, is fucking amazing. Martyrs, I have somehow managed to have... Martyrs. I have managed to have Martyrs unspoiled. I will not spoil Martyrs. I will cut you if you do. (laughs) I want to see it. And honestly, I think I might have even been able to enjoy this movie better if I didn't know about the twist. I tried to discount the twist in my mind and go with the movie, but you can't. Yeah, and I know what you you mean. It's like watching... The same thing happened to me with Sixth Sense. I knew the twist of Sixth Sense long before I ever saw the movie. And watching it, I could see where all of the hints for the twist were, just yes. like in this movie, I knew the twist long before I watched it. Right. Yeah. I knew where all of the hints were. Mm-hmm. We went, and, and that was the thing coming out of The Sixth Sense, that was where like the, the conversation, the post-theater conversation was always, oh, oh, oh my God, all of these hints. Do you, do you, and this part, when this was happening? Yeah. Wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, that's like yeah. the movie um, Found. Yeah. Scott Sherman's movie Found. I love that movie. I love that movie. Bob doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the point is, much like Martyrs, 
the twist in Found, the spoilers. There's a twist in Found? The, well, the spoiler is how it ends. You don't know that it's going to end the way it's going to end. Ma- Martyrs is the same way. Okay. There's not necessarily a big twist for Martyrs, but the way it ends is not where you think it's going. Right on. Yeah. Um, and the ch- spoiling either of those movies is going to not affect the person you're spoiling. Okay. Because the movie is what creates the spoiler. Yeah. If you don't right. watch all of Found and really experience these brothers, who are the only good actors in the movie, mind you, yeah. um, so and he had a budget of like two crackers and a penny. It's true, but when, <laughs> when you when you experience that movie, and they weren't even Ritz; they were saltines. The spoil yeah, to spoil it saltines. without experiencing it yeah. is nothing. People are going to be like, "Oh, that's the end," but it's like, "Oh, but you haven't watched it and experienced it and yeah, seen right it," on. and that's the same thing with <laughs> Martyrs. Like we could tell you the ending, and it would mean nothing to you, right? Yeah, because you haven't spent. The whole movie, but all that would there. all that would do was it, it would it would like fuck up. It would it would bitch up my experience of watching the movie because I know yeah. where it's going. And and we can <laughs> talk we can talk about the the found and and the the uh, my feelings about the predatory lesbian here later. But I, you know, just real quick on that, I really think that the that the predatory lesbian here and and a lot of found, which is why I didn't care for it was super homophobic. I wasn't happy with it. You found found to be homophobic? I found the certain... Found was the one with the bag with the heads in it, yes? Yes. Yeah, that yeah. found was racist. It was also homophobic. He was also... Well, okay. The dad was homophobic. We have to... Okay, so... Uh, I mean, that's... there was a... The dad was just a shitty person, but the movie yeah. wasn't... Scott Shermer is gay. So we do actually... Yeah. Yeah, we actually have to, like, separate the differences between... Because these characters in Found... Um, the brother, apart from being a murderer, is deeply, deeply, deeply fucking racist. Yeah. yeah. And the father is also racist himself and deeply homophobic. Right. So, but you have to separate... Well, I, I didn't think the movie was homophobic. <laughs> okay, yeah. That was what it was actually yeah, sounding like. It was. That's, I what, that's why I wanted that to draw a distinction. The clarification. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't yes. find the movie to be I'm homophobic. Like, I found the characters Found actually be. really yes. supports male friendship and brotherhood among men that's yeah. very anti-homophobic overall yeah. Yeah. I, yeah so okay but anyway um yeah uh, the 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 family murdering at this part fine whatever it's it's set piece i now we need to go into they're in the van yeah. i, I have, have say before we jump into the van yeah, yeah okay um i got really pissed off that on the way out, they have to take one last swoop into the cornfield yeah. to like, hey, here's that kid who just got his fucking head blown off. Right. I think they did the three. They showed you all three bodies real quick. Yeah. Right. Which, I don't know. They kind of show, they they do it like a denouement in this where they yeah. go back to every dead body right. after we've left the scene. Which yeah. They guess, do the same thing right. with Jimmy from the gas station. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy gets his own denouement and the... The car driver at the very end of the film gets his own denouement. Every time right. we leave a dead body, we have to real quick cut back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I. Mm. It's a. It, it is. It's a stylistic yeah. thing. It's a stylistic um, choice that I don't personally agree with either. Yeah. Like I'm like I don't need these scenes. They're kind of unnecessary. Is yeah. it very French? I don't think it's very French <laughs> no, <I know>. actually. <laughs> Sorry. I mean the term no, right. denouement. Is, it is actually. Well, yeah. it's almost. It's almost a Hitchcocky. It's almost like a. It, is. it does. I, I would not be surprised if it if it like percolated into the French psyche through like. Truffaut. Oh, more than likely. Yeah, uh, I could see that. I think, or you know, the yeah, truth Jerry is, Lewis. I think that it's um. <laughs> <laughs> title. Oh my god. Truffaut or Jerry Lewis. That is our title. 
I think I think this is the kind of thing, this is like a bad acting reference where like you're gonna punch someone on stage, you got to leave your hand up for an extra couple seconds so the audience can connect. Yeah, hand punch. Right. Because yeah. it takes people a minute to process. Like visually. they did with the slap. Yeah. And um, that one I hated. The that Christmas one, one you hated. The Christmas one. Red Christmas. No other one. Backhand down the stairs. Better oh, watch better, out? Watch, better out? watch out. Yeah. You liked that movie, I thought. Yeah, no, that was the one I had a problem with. I didn't like the kid. Wait, so if we're, that was, comparing, that was another, that was we're comparing Better Watch Out to no, no, Red Christmas, no, no. we're saying Better Watch Out's the one you had a problem with? No, 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 no. Red Christmas, I hated the movie. Better Watch Out, I hated the kid. Well, you're supposed but to. But we're talking about I, Bob, the I, slap. I, I feel like where you're, you literally mentioned keeping it up for an extra couple it's seconds. True, but I feel like your ability to communicate is is degrading. It is. It really is. So yes, and, but I think that it's like a reference to that, where it's like they wanted to make sure the deaths really sunk in. Yeah, <laughs> but it was kind of like trust we, me, I watched yeah. them die gorily, horribly yeah. on camera. We didn't camera. really need that. I it, wasn't. It was, yeah. it I wasn't necessary. At all. I didn't think Daddy was going to get up and walk it off. <laughs> no, yeah, certainly, certainly, little Tommy wasn't gonna. He'll be all, he'll be all right. I do just, love though, Daddy. Just just pour a cup of coffee and stick a cigarette in Daddy's head stomp. He'll be fine. <laughs> Every, oh God! Everyone oh. else's death, literally everyone else's death in this movie is a stabbing, slashing, cutting death, except yeah, yeah. for Tommy, who they right. obviously had a conversation when they were writing this and said, "We probably shouldn't slash the kid. We'll just shoot him with a shotgun. Yeah, that's more humane, right?" Right, yeah. he dies quick. He's like a t- kids are like turkeys. Shotguns are better for them. <laughs> Broadside them. You just got your you just got your daily recommended dose of iron. Which which by shotgun the way, or a semi? Pick one the for ver- your kid death. The very Either funny way. thing is the shotgun has its own foreshadowing. They talk about the pictures on the mantle, and that's mm-hmm. where the shotgun is. It's yeah. on top of the mantle. Uh, yeah. This this movie has a lot of really blatant foreshadowing. When you're re- watching it, you're like. We're not even shadowing as much as like we're foretelling. It's yeah. like five shadowing. Yeah, we're like we're ser- we're like cl- we're like, like terrible. I know where the gun is now. Yay, weapons! Someone pulled the death card. You're like, oh, someone's gonna die. Right. And oh, why did this God. person choose a, a friggin' cutthroat razor as a weapon instead of something larger? Um, because of it was a shaving reference. Oh yeah. There, there was a shaving kit in the bathroom. There you go. Telling you, this movie is yeah. filled with this shit. All right. Yeah, yeah. Move Certainly forward. filled with I, shit. I actually right. don't. Later on, the weapon when she has the the circular saw. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that came from because there's no need to have that in a farm. Right. That's not a it's, farm. It's a concrete saw. saw. Yeah. So yeah. there's no reason for that saw to exist in that context. Yeah. Right. It looks it's, you it's tell fantastic. You what, it looks weapon. amazing. Yes. Oh, yeah. That image of her with the saw, which actually does not appear. In the movie, as much as it appears on the advertising, cover. she yeah. does. She does pick it up at the end. She she kind of does, but it's mostly yeah. him with it, not her with right. it. But yeah. it's, it's just the image of her with that saw, fantastic, super badass. Made me want to watch this movie, which yes. I kind of regret a little bit. But for so years, maybe want to watch the movie for years. Yes, because yes. of that image. So, do we want to talk about the van, or should I keep going? Uh, I don't got much. On I the don't van. have much on the van. Okay, really. so Go ahead. when the killer stops at a gas station, Marie gives Alex the knife which is an awkward thing when we think about context of where Marie was. But Marie gives Alex the knife and sneaks into the gas station for help. The killer comes into the shop and Marie hides and witnesses the store clerk, Jimmy, Mm. being murdered with an axe. Uh, The killer returns to the truck and Marie takes the clerk's car keys and follows the killer down a deserted road. The killer notices Marie following him and rams Marie's vehicle, pushing the car off the road where it wrecks 
exiting on foot, badly injured. Marie runs into the forest as the killer seeks her. Eventually, Marie bludgeons the killer with a fence post covered in barbed wire. Again, badass improvised weapon. Mm -hmm. As Marie inspects the body, he grabs at her throat, so Marie suffocates him with a plastic sheet and makes her way back to the truck, where Alex seems terrified of Marie as she returns to the vehicle. Right. So... Why did all of this have to happen if all she's doing is kidnapping her wannabe girlfriend? Because it's a dissociative break. There is that. So I mean, that's the and I have part. experienced those. Yeah. So but the, not like this. The important thing is that this is dissociative. So she is fully believing that she is saving right. Alex more right. than just she is engineering Alex to fall in love but with again, her. But again, she right. is also believing that she is incompetent. Like her (laughs) fantasy Marie is really stupid. She calls the cops from the gas station. Uh They ask her where she is. She says, who cares? Just get here. And then they're like, we can't actually get there unless you tell us where you are. Uh, And she hangs up on the cops. I know. That is one of my favorite moments. That whole gas station scene is really funny because it makes no sense at all. Well, it makes no sense without the twist. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. It with does the make twist. sense with the twist. It it makes sense <laughs> no. why Jimmy is acting so weird. Yeah. When you think about the twist, because what happens is she comes in and talks to him, and then she goes and hides. Yeah. And this is where I think she's imagining the killer, and she's still being her. So she goes and hides, and then from where she's hiding, asks the clerk to go get her alcohol. Yeah. Which is why he looks so utterly confused hmm. when right. he's being asked to go get something that anyone could walk over and get. And he kind of really awkwardly goes over and does it kind of looks around and doesn't know what's happening and goes and gets it. And then she comes from behind and axes him. Yeah. yeah. Which we see in the police footage. There's also the question of why did she bother killing him? He had nothing to do with anything. Because he saw her. It's again, it's it's all it's about dissociative. dissociation. So she ran into the gas station, yeah, dissociated from herself. And once she went in and saw him, oh, she has to imagine right, that he's right. being murdered. It's, right. it's, it's after her. It's about her. Yeah. It's not really about Marie. She just also happens to love Marie. Marie is Al- actually, yeah. Marie Alex, is sorry. the killer. Alex. I, I, Alex I is in the truck. Marie is It's not about Alex. It's because I'm You don't Alex, want to talk so, about your own name. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. So, yeah. So it's, Someone's given in to the neon demon. <laughs> But so that's that I think is funny. My also favorite joke about that is somehow she believes that the killer got the bullets out of the gun. Yeah. Somewhere between when the killer left and she picked up the gun. Exactly. And him driving behind her, dropping them on the Which ground. Which is a great image. She's gonna, it's a great image, but how is she going to see that? It's super. She's not. It is like yeah. mega dissociation at that yeah. point because yeah. he was gone before she ever found the gun. The gun yeah. was not in plain sight. Right. Yeah. So for the killer to suddenly have the bullets is like completely, yeah. yeah it's, it's this is where things are breaking down, and she's in that yellow Mustang, yeah, for no reason. That the yellow Mustang that we don't know where it came from. Uh, that it's presumably, think... it presumably belongs to the gas station attendant. Although, why Dude. the fuck if he works in a gas station, he's not driving he have that. A Mustang? Yeah, and it's how did it's, how did that get imported? It's France. I yeah. promise you that no one has a Mustang in France. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's not very French, and I think it's not. <laughs> I, I think this is, again, in that scene when she's driving, she's 100% the killer. 
Right. And her dissociation is herself. Right. She's and, chasing herself. Yeah, she's and literally just she's driving saying. crazily off the road with no one. And so, right. like, I think that's that's part of the reason why, like, the whole thing is just bothering me so much. Because basically this whole thing, everything that happens from from the part when she vanishes from the swing set and the swing is still ominously swinging, <laughs> all the way up through the end of the movie is basically just her, like, masturbating. Yeah. Men, this whole mental kind masturbation of. thing she's come it's, up with. It's very much, you are watching, it's kind of like the movie Identity. I have not actually seen Identity. It's a good movie. It's super good, and Don't there's a it. big twist in it, too, that you have to pay attention to. Yeah. It's I've not, meant, I always it, meant to see it, I just never did. It's not, and this isn't a spoiler for Identity, but yeah. that is also watching a person go through a psychological break. Yeah, and yeah. Now I've seen, I've, seen a, I've seen a lot of movies that are about people going through psychological breaks like mm-hmm. that, and I usually love them. But this is, the, this is like a slasher version. Yeah. Right. And so which it's is, literally connected which in that is way. Which is why I just, yeah. eh, I just, I don't know, I didn't like it so much. Uh, like I love me, I love me some psychological breaks, but uh, well, at least until you've actually had one, they're not fun. Just well, so no, you know. duh. But I mean, like in terms of <laughs> in terms of like the media that I consume, yeah, man, the crazier the better. Oh yeah, and um, this is and this is I like this because I like watching and figuring out the way that this movie is not hiding it. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy that. I find this movie rewatch. I will find this movie rewatchable. Obviously, I've only seen it the once, but I could easily watch it again. Yeah. Whereas Bob was having trouble. I enjoy seeing the handiwork. Like, mm-hmm. uh, unlike you know our our pre show conversation about comedy, you don't want to see the the math. You don't want to see show your work in comedy. Right. I like when good writing shows its work, right. and I think in essence the bones of this story, not necessarily the entire story as it is written, but the bones of it is a really good idea. And I like seeing the work that was put into that idea, even though I think there's a lot of pitfalls and mistakes. Yeah. Which are shown in the flesh in this movie. Yeah. And I think, I think that is why I'm not on the side of like, Oh, this movie is amazing. How could you not like it as much as I'm like, this movie had a lot of good things in it. And I think it came out and it inspired a lot of directors to kind of move into better things. Yeah. yeah. So it deserves a place. Alexander Aja, I do enjoy as a director. Oh, he's I made will say some great movies. His Hills Have Eyes remake, amazing. Uh, I'll rewatch that. I love Horns. Horns. Oh, he did yeah. that. I love Horns. Horns. Yes. So oh he God. has fantastic work. And I will say again, I do not hate this movie. I love this movie. It's a great movie. It's problematic. I really want to see a French version. I, I want to like buy the Blu-ray and hopefully the French version's on there. I will be I, willing to watch it if it's not dubbed. Yeah. yeah. I have a problem with the rewatchability of this movie. As did you, yeah, that was your biggest problem with so, this. Because I know the twist. I, I know where that foreshadowing yeah, comes Yeah, and I in. like I that. Know, I, I know you love that. Yeah. It's great. I can't watch this movie again, at least right now. Maybe it's because I had some other things going on, whatever. I could not concentrate on it this weekend when I tried to rewatch it for the recording today. I just couldn't do it. Maybe later. Maybe. It's still a good movie. It's not something I find to be rewatchable. So, and then, anyway. this is the big, you know, the, we have the big fight. I do like the barbed wire weapon and watching her like that, gouge him with that the mace. The weapons yeah. were just marvelous. Yeah. That was that is yeah. that is something that they got so right. The, Again, mm-hmm. the circular saw, the the freaking yeah, the post with the barbed wire. Yeah, yeah. that is so other than hardcore the, the, awesome the shit. throat slitting. All the makeup in this movie is really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The throat slitting was really obnoxiously was. colored. Like they just didn't light it well, I don't think. Right. Um, but this is and this is the moment. The end of this scene is where we cut back to Jimmy and the gas station and you see yeah. the cops 
put in that VCR tape mm-hmm. and rewind it and, it's and a, watch. And it's a total, they, they Blair Witch to it. Yes. Yeah, they do. It's exactly that. And it's revealed yeah. that if you didn't catch on just yet, that uh, Marie is indeed the killer. I was about to say Alex is the killer. <laughs> Marie is indeed the killer among all of this. And that's where we get to the final part of the plot, which is where Marie reunites with Alex at the truck. Alex is freed and then fucking goes postal yep. on Marie. Insane. With the butcher knife, stabbing mm-hmm. her, trying to attack her with it. This is where Marie uh, yeah, Marie finally snaps, grabs a concrete saw, and goes after her on mm-hmm. foot. Alex then, from the scene earlier in the movie, finds a car, stops it, um, with what looks like her hand is missing. I didn't catch where her hand would have been cut off, but I caught I a couple scenes was. of it. It looked, it, it looked, it was really weird editing where like it looked like she was missing a hand a couple yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, I mean, yeah, Alex then climbs into the back of the car when Marie peers with her concrete saw, disembowels the driver in what has a fantastic story, side note about the camera in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, disembowels the, the driver where goes to the back window where Alex escapes through the front window and gets a piece of glass shoved into her Achilles tendon. Ooh, yeah. Completely incapacitating her from walking away. Right. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. So Alex then pulls this out of her tendon. Marie comes at her with the saw. We get a lot of really great moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Alex finally lies and says that she does love Marie, where Marie then puts down the saw and begins to say the line that introduced the start of the movie that I can't remember for the life of me. Know that nothing will come between us. Yeah. And then something does come between them. Yeah, and then we cut to Marie locked into a psychiatric ward slash interrogation room. Yeah, probably a police... Psychiatric ward? Yeah. I don't know. And I believe the thing that comes between them is it's a crowbar, right? She ba- yeah, Alex she stabs a her with a crowbar. Yeah, through yeah. the... Not quite through the heart, but through, yeah. like, a right above the, the shoulder. The clavicle lung. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then... And you get the best ending scene, which is... Um, Alex is behind the glass, kind of looking at her, and Marie turns, stares right at Alex, and reaches for her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Ugh, so and not a bad ending track. I don't know if you listened to the music, but that it's, last track was not bad. I actually was I was very angry because I like, oh god, it's fucking track, Muse. It was pretty good. Actually, I'm so tired of Muse. And when it, when this came out, had I heard Muse uh, on the on the soundtrack, I would have been in th- very much enthused by the Muse because I was a fan. Yeah, uh, I have since gotten really really bored of that fucking band. And then, um, I, and I can appreciate that. Sorry, my thumb hurts and I don't know why. Okay, I'm getting old. It's arthritis. There we go. <laughs> So, Too much um, masturbation, much like Marie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bean's a little bigger. Sorry. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> don't clit shame her. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so go ahead. All right. So we've got so, Alex, who now knows Marie's crazy. Well, and Alex supposedly should have known through well, the whole thing. Alex she knew, yeah. yeah. She knew Marie she was crazy. She probably the whole did, time. but we didn't spend time with her. Yeah, right. the gag kind of limited her limited acting ability. The, the gag and the chains. and Yeah. You know. uh, the, um, but we didn't. Ma Yuen I mean, as things didn't come were across going to me as a fantastic actress. She didn't. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you know, so we. The, through the gas station, through the chase, through the, you know, the other cars, we didn't pay any attention to Alex. There was no, I'm trying to get free from Alex. That She's just no, there in the back we, of the truck. We were always at Marie's point of view. Yes. Even at the end, we are still ostensibly in Marie's point of view, not anyone else's. Right. Yeah. 
um, except for the brief moments where that were with the police, which are obviously not part of right. Marie's point of view. But you know, they, those were needed. Uh, so yeah. the original cut, the original script of this movie was it was the other killer was there the entire time, mm-hmm. and then at the very end of the movie, the police wheel in a TV and show Marie the footage of her killing Jimmy. I would have preferred that. That would have been better, yeah. Yeah, and actually Luc Besson is the one who convinced them to change it. Oh, that fucker. He convinced them to, to front load the reveal at the beginning of the third act, which is what that is. That, yeah. that yes. moment apparently is the beginning of the third act. And, and have the entire ending have that reveal known. Now, I, I enjoy a lot of... Besson's work, but he was completely fucking wrong. He was, no, he was. I agree. Wrong. I think that would have been, and I almost would have loved it if the killer would have killed mm-hmm. Marie. Yeah. And then, that like, such a yeah, movie. if the killer had killed Marie and then the killer had killed Alex, but they still found Marie. And they, we, then we could still have this total psycho moment. It would have been utterly Hitchcock. I would have adored that. It yeah. Would have, it would have been. It would have been a better reveal. Yes. Yeah. Um, I still maintain that the movie that came before it would have been insufferable, in my opinion. But it, it would yeah. have been, in terms of what it does, that I, I reveal it, would have been way yeah, better. I think it would have yeah. been a much better yeah. um, third act. Yeah. The third Absolutely. act for me is fun, but it is weak. Once yeah. you know the twist, there's nothing more to get out of it. Right. right. It's just it's just a confrontation. Yeah. It's more bloodletting and it's now the, the funny story is so that camera, mm-hmm. the camera yeah. that was in the car when all the blood was being shot mm-hmm. at poor Alex's face, that camera, like six months later, was used on another film. They went to focus it and blood poured out Ooh. of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is how covered in blood oh that camera God. was. Oh, that's hilarious. That's yeah. marvelous. <laughs> Oh, God, that poor cinematographer should have been like, holy fuck. <laughs> and the funniest thing was they did not quite warn Mai Wen that that was going to happen. So that is the initial take of her just being covered in gallons of fake blood. I'm kind of okay with that because that does usually get the best reaction out of yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think they were fully understanding how much blood they had ordered to yeah. be shot. So the whole thing was a surprise and they were like, well... First take. Surprise film making. Like, Yay! You know, that should have been that should have been that should have been a clue when they saw Jenna Malone like up on the hood of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like with her legs spread like, when, when Baloney was getting ready. Right. Oh, poor so Jenna I, Malone. I I won't lie. <laughs> as much as I have been all on board with this movie, the power of love compels her to end her delusional moment. <sighs> Until she gets crowbarred, right? Was kind of like a it was like it was a Jusex Machina. It was like a machine of moment where you're like, yeah. we have to end without killing her, which I don't yeah. understand. I still just say Alex should have died. Yeah. yeah, I don't quite understand why any version because, of this movie because they wanted the actual final girl to live, and they needed and apparently they they I needed they that really, last jump. They yeah. really wanted that last scene, which I do like that last scene. I, was, I don't think it's worth keeping her alive. Not, I agree, and I was so I was so far out of it that I was by the time we got into the third act, I was I was like. If, it was like when I was watching The Dark Knight, I was like looking, well, my watch isn't there. I was like looking at my phone, not to play with my phone, but just to see like, how much longer do I have? Yeah. I, how much longer do I have? If we could have rewritten the ending yeah. to not 
not have the power of love stop them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still would have liked that last payoff. I, I like a good last jump. Yeah. But um, I I would have preferred the, the original scripted ending and for us to have killed Alex yeah. and pretend killed Marie. Or, yeah. or I would have preferred that the actual ending be that Alex kills Marie. I would have been fine with that. Yeah. I could have had the actual ending, ending be <laughs> like, Marie stabs what we thought was the killer, and then cut to it was actually Alex the whole time, and we do like a quit jump cut. Marie the whole time. Or the, you know what I mean. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, or, it's like, my name. It's very difficult. So like, yeah, so actually, so I, I was having an idea, and I'm not sure, given the weird juxtaposition of names, that I don't know if you actually just described the thing that I was thinking. I might have, yeah. Which is that you could actually have, you could even have a scene in which the killer, the guy, yeah. kills Marie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kill, it's, the killer is killing Marie, and then as she you know, she dies, and then you real, and then it turns away, and then it's Alex, and you realize right. that like as Alex kills Marie, you realize Marie is still visualizing the the killer, the violence being done against her as coming I, from. I the didn't killer. say that, but that is actually an interesting end as well. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that you would have had to do a lot of like quick cut payoff on that. Oh, yeah, people definitely. would not have gotten it. I, I I agree. You would have probably had to, to revisit a lot of scenes, but again, that's that's a really great way to drop a reveal like that. Yeah, uh, and I like the idea of wheeling in the TV at the end and just showing her that mm-hmm. one footage yeah. and kind of letting you figure it out. Yeah, that yeah. to me feels yeah. very French. <laughs> yes, and, and that to me feels uh, like organic filmmaking, whereas the end here is very shoehorned in. It's very, it's, yeah. it's, it's not very. Much, this is not what we wanted. I don't think here. I would call it shoehorned as much as like Crowbar? it was like you know, blockaded in. Mm. It was like they cut a big set chunk of plot out and rewrote it with this ending. Yeah. And yeah. I I love, like, I can't think of a lot of Besson's work, but I love the fifth element. Fifth element. Um, he he is extremely oh, uh, French. Leon. Leon. Leon, uh, Leon the professional. The, the professional. He also never did seen Valerian. That. It's actually very, very good. I've not seen that either. Valerian. I like Besson's work. It's mostly. extremely beautiful. Yeah, Besson was one of those right. was one of those uh, cinema de look people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love The Fifth Element so much. It's it's up yeah. there on like my top five favorite mm-hmm. films of all time. And actually, for you, as you like, you seem you like French films, and if you're like fond of like the cinema de look thing, there's a movie called Diva. Mm-hmm. You want to see it? Okay. It's 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 it's. It's so much fun. It's yeah. just a lot of fun. I actually thought Valerian was was cute. It was it's, it's a good watch. It's okay. not it's not great cinema, but it's a good watch, and it's yeah. extremely beautiful. It's great yeah. I mean, I'm out. I'm all to looking into it, but I do feel like in this instance, Bassan had the oh, wrong. He instance. was wrong. He oh, uh, La really Femme Nikita. I never saw that either. Oh my god. Oh god, that's it's, amazing. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Don't get the don't don't. don't my dad liked the, the TV American, show, not the American one, not the TV the show. One. I actually did the like the version with Bridget Fonda. I did like it. It wasn't great, but the, the original French was better. That's not yeah. said very often. Yeah. I like Bridget Fonda. Of course. I like her, but I, I cannot. Uh, I single cannot white even... female, bitches. Single white yeah, female. Yeah, that's great and all, that... but Bridget Fonda is not Nikita. No. There's just no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, so on that note, did you want to talk about the lesbian trope first? I do. Okay. Um, I do want to talk about... And it is a pervasive trope, and it is a problematic trope to me, because I understand that men can be predatory. I understand that a lot of times straight women can see lesbians as being predatory. And lesbians can indeed be predatory. They can, in in fact, be predatory. However, there's a disproportionate amount of... 
it's important to say that also straight women can be predatory. Yes. Anyone can be predatory, it, it, you know, sexually predatory, whatever. Um, it is to me, and, and maybe this is just because of the sheer amount of media I've consumed in my life. Uh, it is to me problematic to have a disproportionate amount of lesbians being represented as sex crazed predatory lesbians. It, I even had a problem, a little bit of a problem with uh, Holtzman from the Ghostbusters remake. She seemed a little predatory to me, but then again, she was all, she also seemed, you know, pretty autism spectrum. So that didn't necessarily make the character problematic. She, she just, just that seemed, facet of her. She didn't seem like I'm going to attack you predatory lesbian. Right. Like she was just like verbally. She was just open like, with her feelings. She was, she was very, you know, sexual harassment. Okay, so here's, predatory. here's what I think this stems from. Uh, and it's actually the same source as the, the whole gay panic thing. Yeah. Um, it is essentially men and women grow up in our culture internalizing wholly different sets of like implicit signals. Mm -hmm. Men are kind of culturally programmed in Western culture to be more aggressive, to be more, um, more predatory in, in short, that where, where your dick leads you, you are entitled to follow. And women are kind of culturally programmed to be more defensive in that sense. That's yeah. just, those are the roles that 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 our culture programs into us and what happens is when you take a character who's a lesbian mm -hmm. and it gets shorthanded into a woman with masculine traits and the first masculine trait is that aggressiveness that kind of slightly predatory nature yeah. uh that that aggressive that sexual forthrightness and the, and the the pursuing of the prey and that's also the the source of the gay panic thing why there are so many mm -hmm. psycho queer guys yeah. assaulting other guys because that is like total straight guy panic fear that another guy is looking at you the same way that you look at women mm -hmm. um so that's i think it all just kind of stems from that well, sort of stuff a lot of it actually does and you know i, I obviously just pulled up an article on my phone <laughs> because i just yes, needed, needed the, examples to pull it the up the listeners at home saw that clearly. yeah they totally did um but a lot of it stems from the haze code because yeah you know when you're when you're looking at women uh, in film at that time with the Hayes Code, it was go straight or go crazy. So we've got people, you know, headcanoning Eve from All About Eve as being psycho lesbian. And um, we've got Roxy from Basic Instinct. With gay men. What's, I mean, uh, yeah, we've got the depraved homosexual oh, as well. What's her name from Rebecca? Oh, Mrs. Danvers. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. But there, I mean, yes, there was a big part of the Hayes Code, but the Hayes Code had a lot of straight aggressive issues of course they yeah. did and they had a lot of like there was i mean this breaks the haze code right away because she called her a slut yeah totally can't say slut that yeah. is a line in the haze oh, code. code went out like so many years ago right so but, but, the, but the fact by the time that it's it went continuing away, after the haze yeah, the shorthand continued after the code went away. see i don't i don't feel like marie is a predatory lesbian i think she happens to be a lesbian who had a psychotic break and I think that she had a psychotic break because she was not living herself as a lesbian. So in dealing in this situation when she was in such a intimate thing with this girl that she is so attracted to and cannot face it. Despite having zero chemistry with her. Well, not, yeah. you know, acting. Oh. But um, <laughs> you know, she broke and her psychological break was murderous. Yeah. yeah. So to me, I don't. I get where you're coming from, mm -hmm. but I think at times, especially in this modern era, mm -hmm. going 2017, going into 2018, we are too 
We're actually all the way. We're too trigger happy. Yeah. Well, we're at the very beginning of 2018. Nothing really has happened dramatic <laughs> in this year so far. Hard <laughs> enough as that is to say. 13 school shootings. Well, I mean, anyway. 38 Tide Pod deaths. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking Tide Pods. So, yeah, yeah. They Things had have happened, but, you know. The I Darwin's think Awards we, came early this year. Uh, good God, dude. But, so, it's, I think we're, 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 as a culture, not just gay people, all people are too trigger happy about some of these things. And I don't see this movie, especially coming from a French perspective, which this was made in French mm-hmm. by all, almost an all French cast, all right. French directorial staff, right. French writers. They don't view homosexuality the way that even other European countries view it, let yeah. alone how Americans view now, it. I will, I will gain say just a little bit of that simply because a lot of the... Um, one of the criticisms that gets leveled toward the the new French extremists um, is that there is kind of a subtle vein of homophobia running under a lot of these movies. Um, mm-hmm. In particular, Jesus, like Gaspar Noé, like he's a great director in some ways, but my God, like that's really like irreversible is a really uncomfortable movie to watch as a, as a gay person. Mm-hmm. Well, and he is, and there's, it's a really homophobic he, movie. He had a hand in some of this as well. Yeah. He helped, um, uh, cast some of the actresses. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, people went on to, to be in his movies sure. and, you know, and he's capable, he's made some marvelous stuff. I think yeah. love is a fantastic movie. Enter the void is, f- is phenomenal. Yeah. Love is a good, um, argument against his homophobia. Fair enough. Uh, Love is very open Uh, about a lot of things. mm -hmm. Ooh, girl, that movie. But I I just... Well, I I, I think what you're getting... And I appreciate what you're talking about. Because I I do think that, you know, as a society, we've got call-out culture. And that we maybe need to mitigate that a little bit. I I understand that things do need to be called out. And I understand that this is also from 15 years ago. When things were not from that. And it is French. And I get that this is not necessarily, you know, super sundere which is a Japanese term for basically psycho love interest sort of thing. <laughs> they have their own issues They do. With that. Oh, my God. But, you know, it, I think that you're seeing it kind of like from the Nina Sayers from Black Swan, where she's not psychopathic. She's psychotic. Yeah. I, it's, uh, there's a difference. I do, and I, what, I don't, what I don't think is the important point is that she is a lesbian. Yeah. I think that she is a lesbian is the afterthought. It's the, oh, yeah, this character happens to be gay and had a horrific psychotic break. Yeah. Okay. I think the I focus is the horrific psychotic break. Yeah. And the fact that <laughs> she that is an unrelenting lesbian that may not have been able to admit it right. is a different argument. And now that we look at those things, we're like, no, we're saying that she's a horrible... Because the truth is, you know, I, I have my one friend, Kate... In my mind, she doesn't have to be a lesbian. She could be bi. Yeah. Why are we bi erasing her? Like, we don't know her sexuality. Oh, right. We just so know that she loves, she really, really, really loves, loves this Alex. other girl. Or at least she believes that yeah. she loves For Alex. some reason. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I get that. And I think there's, um, I sort of, like, come down somewhere in between, like, I'm a big fan. Of, I'm fine with the call-out culture because if you see it, say it. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, um, the pro- the more problematic nature of it is not that I'm like that I view the movie as a statement about lesbians mm-hmm. uh, as I do that it's just it's they're using a shortcut yeah um, they're using a particular type of a particular type of shortcut that is perhaps like a lot of other 
um, visual and plot beat shortcuts in this movie mm-hmm. inexpertly used. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of where I take it. I take it as a sign of just um, a filmmaker who didn't really have a handle on what he was doing just yet. And I can I, I fully admit that this movie has huge problems. Oh, it does. Like. Um, yeah, and I think at that note is a good time to bring in ratings. Yes. Yeah. So, um, again, uh, I, and I know you're probably going to cut out the e- earlier part, uh, as well as that reference to the as well as that part. reference to the earlier. Part Maybe I will. Maybe <laughs> I won't. Maybe we'll get all the way to the end of the podcast, and then I'll put in a little piece of audio that proves that I was the killer the whole time. <laughs> uh, we're gonna wheel in the police VHS and watch Andy right. be the killer. Exactly. Or no, because they're gonna they're gonna wheel in like um, they're gonna wheel in a like a a broken old tape recorder because this is audio. <laughs> I have one of those, actually. I had to buy it for college. Those are the really clunky buttons. Yeah. Clack. Yep. And uh. now that we've riffed on it, this all this shit's going to probably stay in. <laughs> so, part of it. Anyway, uh, like I said earlier, no rewatchability for this movie. And, and I, uh, understanding your point about how this maybe is not the psycho, psycho lesbian or the the... You know, predatory lesbian so much as just predatory love interest in general. Yeah. I mean, I'm still always going to call her a lesbian. I'm sorry by eraser people, but she, to me, is clearly a lesbian. Right. You can't have an Anne Heche cut and pretend like you're bi. I'm sorry. I mean, Anne Heche did. (laughs) She she had sex with men, I guess. She left Ellen for a guy. Did did. she not? Isn't she with a man now, even? I I don't think she was ever really a lesbian. I think she just really was into Ellen. Or maybe Maybe. she's just fucking bisexual. Or Andy, I want to erase her by God. (laughs) So, anyway. Jesus. um, (laughs) On first viewing, this movie is fantastic. There are problems. There are, there are some very obvious issues that, that need to be worked out or needed to be worked out with Aja's skill set making this film, uh, which he has since corrected. Is this, is this his first film? I don't, I don't think so. think so. No. But he, he was you know, making something that was meant to go international, I think. This and was his first film that really did anything outside of France. Yeah. This, this, mm. this, this made him as a director. So, uh, sure and it, it does have that early career you know, miss a uh, series of missteps in it. And, and even giving that, given that though, I like this movie. I can't watch it again. I could not concentrate on it. Trying to watch it yesterday. <laughs> like I said, uh, I was like, Oh, my phone. Oh, the cat. Oh, my phone. Oh, the cats want treats again. Oh, my phone. Oh, let's go have a cigarette. Oh my God. So it, it just didn't work. It did not work at all. Again, on, on second viewing. Um, but given that I really enjoyed the first viewing, I'm going to go ahead and give it like three out of five cement saws. Nice. Nice. And cameras that'll never focus. And right cameras again. that will never focus. Right. Um, <laughs> I give this movie a solid slasher rating. So my standard solid slasher rating is going to be a three out of five. Mm-hmm. I give it three out of five. Um, very well-built banisters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because I just, this to me is a solid slasher film, so I didn't need it to be amazing. Yeah. I liked the little pieces here and there of, oh, I am literally watching this dissociative episode because that doesn't make sense otherwise. Like, yeah. why would that happen? Where did he get the bullets? Like, I mean, like, yeah. 
there are physics questions that really need to be answered. Exactly. And well, as, 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 as Roger Ebert wrote, because Ebert had had a review of this and he hated it. Of course he did. Well, no, he they, there he, he there are many horror movies that he loved. Yeah, yeah um, not slasher horror movies. No, he tends to hate. Last slasher. House on the Left. He, he liked. did like House. I don't House. think I would call that a slasher. And I believe yeah, that's more he, Home Invasion, really. Um, the, the point being, is, he Revenge. actually in his review he actually wrote. This movie has a plot hole big enough to drive a truck through. And in fact, somebody drives a truck through it. It's true. <laughs> yeah. No, it does. So, I, um, I, you so. know what? I, I'm totally down with that. And yeah. whether you want to boycott this film because you think it's a bad portrayal of female sexuality and mental health. Well, if that's mm-hmm. the case, it's too fucking late. The movie's 15 years old. Right. Just, well, yeah, no you, can, you can you will boycott everything, Andy. Don't, yeah. give, don't take that away from them. No, fair enough. Don't kink shame those boycotts. Remember <laughs> cruising and... I prefer to Mancock. Sounds of Lambs. Mancock, do you? Mancock. Yes. Aww. I like Mancock. Mancock. I like Mancocking. Hmm. <laughs> but I'm checked. Okay, come on. That's that was a, that was a fantastic point of I can of still watch <laughs> cruising. I'm down for cruising. I love or Cruising. That, um, Cruising's a good movie. Whatchamacallit documentary with... Uh, the James Franco? Yes, yeah. James Franco. Oh, oh Interior re- Leather yeah, Bar. When he reshoots it. What a weird like, movie that oh, was. Oh, yeah, that's just it? porn. Yeah. It was hot, It legit though. was just porn. It legit was. He was just like, I want an excuse to make gay porn. He, yeah, Cruising. Much. Sure. Um, so, but this movie, I, th- I think it has enough fun points. I am glad of what it did to French cinema. Mm-hmm. Even if none of those movies are good or anything, I'm just glad that we had another European resurgence in horror because a lot of the countries in Europe that did a lot of horror have faded. Italy really doesn't produce horror the way it once did. Germany really doesn't produce horror the way it it used to. Even like Northern Europe, every once in a while they get something good, but France is really holding the torch. Sweden and Finland are holding it down. Yeah, they are. they are, but they but they can only yeah. make so many movies. Right. Yeah. So like, if that was it, if there wasn't France in this moment, we would kind of be like, Europe is not yeah. horror anymore. Europe is used as a location, but they're not producing their own material. Yeah, Eastern Europe is like yeah. the the horror destination exactly. for filming. Exactly, because it's cheap. Also, this. Filmed in Eastern Europe. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Filmed in Romania. Yeah. Well, well Romania has some fantastic forests. That's why. And that's why. Forests and uh, weak economy. Easy yeah. shootings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great tax cuts. Right. Um, <laughs> so, um, I'm assuming, is it my, is it? Yes. It is your rating turn, okay. yes. Go. Uh, I still hate this movie. <laughs> I'm, I hate it. I just, I had such a bad time watching it. And yes, I understand there's all this stuff and the twist and the blah, 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 recontextualized. Fuck it. I hated it. I was alternately bored and enraged by this movie for its entire runtime. Um, and yes, if it's, you know, we even, even give, even with the gimme that, it, that I'm kind of willing to give the movie that like all of this horribly cliched shit happens because she is just, re- Marie is really unimaginative. Um, <laughs> worst psychotic break ever. ever. <laughs> like seriously, like, you know, I just two out cannot. of 10 would not have again. I hated it. I, I, and at the end, at the end, it's a, it's a very punishing movie. It's a very ugly movie. Um, and you get to the end and there's, it's just pointless. That's the thing that just yes. pisses me off mm-hmm. because there is not really a payoff. There's not any reason behind it. You get all the way through this stuff. It's like you sort of wade through a vast hundred meter long trench filled with liquid shit and you get to the end and you're kind of hoping that there's something there that makes it worth it. There ain't. It just, no, just another they, plate of more shit. Now, they, now you are tired and covered in shit. The truth oh, is, uh, we move you know. away from the shit metaphor. They blew their load too soon. 
Yeah. Did they blow it in the shit? No. We're away from the <laughs> shit metaphor. <laughs> no, they blew their load at the beginning of the third act, yeah. and then they still had time, yeah. and they didn't have enough setup. But yeah. even, even, but even was like, in my viewing of it, by the time they got to that reveal at the start of the third act, like everything that had come before was so wrong, physically wrong. Like I'm sitting mm-hmm. here thinking, has nobody involved with this movie ever seen how a car works or how a person works or how literally anything does anything? And... Uh, I I couldn't I couldn't come possibly back possibly Marie hasn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and <laughs> she I should have just stuck with going. making frozen pot pies. I get where you're going. I, I appreciate what this Marie movie Gallagher. did for French yeah. cinema. I appreciate that because this movie exists, we have Raw and Martyrs and Frontiers and Irreversible. I appreciate that about it. Other than that, it's just average. So um, I mean, go on so with your actual. I'm rating. honestly, yeah, it is such an unpleasant time, and there's no, there's no payoff for it. So it's getting from me. It's, uh, I don't know. It gets, it gets a zero. F. See me after class. That's all I got. <laughs> I just, I mean, because I think it, it, nothing, uh, nothing makes me more angry than wasted potential. And yeah. this idea had so much potential. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And it was, as far as I'm concerned, completely squandered. Again, and, and it's sad. because of that third act reveal. Yeah, I, I think is. I think if the original scripted yeah. ending had happened, yeah. I still don't think you would have liked it. I think we maybe would have gotten a star right. or I, something. I, it would have. It would have been. A, yeah, I would have had a very different opinion because that 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 first the first two thirds of the movie still mm-hmm. just don't work for me. I, yeah, I would have. I would have easily rewritten it, and in my, I would have rewritten it that um, everything up to the beginning of that third act, and then. Marie goes into the woods. Marie gets killed by the killer. Alex right. goes. Uh, Alex frees herself. Uh-huh. Right. Alex runs out, attacks the killer. I just would have killed Alex, and then I would have cut to the hospital with Marie suddenly alive. Yeah. yeah. How did she make it? And then they roll it out, and they just do yeah. that one reveal. Look at the footage. Actually, you were the killer. Cut. Cut right. your credits. Like, and I think that would have been. Not a great movie. It would have at yeah. least provided a payoff. Yeah. It would have. It would have yeah. made the whole movie worth so. it to some people. Right. It, yeah. And I don't know if it would have made it worth it for me, but at the very least, it would have. Exactly. There would have been something waiting for me at the end. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and because so. they kind of shot too early when they got time for the real yeah. fucking to start, nothing happened. And it's I mean, because like, you, you, you'll notice when you get to Psycho, he doesn't show up in mom's clothes until the very end. Oh, yeah, no, Psycho is a long stretch oh, yeah. before you ever get that reveal. Exactly. Right. And that's what this should have been, and it wasn't. And Psycho still had the payoff at the end. Yeah. You know, where yeah. it was still mother inside yep. of Norman. Exactly. You know, I'm, exactly. I'm not even going to swap the fly. You know, that right. ending scene is a fantastic payoff for that movie. Mm-hmm. And this, the ending scene is a jump scare. It is. Which I mean, is fine. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. But... It wasn't a good enough jump scare to necessitate. It's not a. It's right. not a. It's not a good. And it's not even substitute a, for a good ending. Yeah. It, it's not even you know a jump scare that's going to hurt someone. It's just a jump. Yeah. It's like she's a, tied to a bed. It's seriously, a psychological jump scare. Yeah, yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb. So yeah, I'm. I'm very pleased that I guess I can't feel too bad that this movie exists because it got Alexandra Aha, um, 
I'm probably mispronouncing it. I don't care. Um, got him like notice on the international stage, and he can actually make. He's making good movies now. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, making. I will say, by the way, this is his second film. Yeah. His first was Furia. Huh. Is that? Um... And he is currently in talks or connected to one, two, three, four, five, six movies. I will point out that two of them are Space Adventure Cobra and mm. Cobra the Space Pirate. Whoa. Um, but, you know, maybe they'd be good. Maybe. But really, though, Hills Have Eyes, <laughs> Mirrors We've Never Seen. Mirrors wasn't bad. Piranha 3D Horns, and then a movie called The Ninth Life of oh, Lewis God. Drax. I haven't heard of it. Uh, I actually saw that. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm mildly curious about it. Um, with, oh, and interestingly, just with a, Jamie Doran with a, with a quick Google, by the way, Furia is also the name of an upcoming Riddick movie. With Vin Diesel, because of course we're going to be making more of those fucking oh, things. Oh God damn it! Why? Ugh. Such a strange cast. So yeah, on that weird note, that one too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, fucking Vin Diesel. Uh, yeah. Those movies. I like Vin Diesel. I, want, I like. I still want to, to see Vin Diesel, Diesel naked, and he's yeah, we all do. still yeah. really okay with that. Speaking of yeah. bi people, yeah. Okay. Very bi. I'm good. I'm good with really. Yeah. What? You know that? No. Oh, yeah. No, he's had several interviews where he said two things. He's very bi. And he's really ready to show his penis if anyone wants to film it. Gimme. I have a shot with Vin Diesel. This makes me happy. Okay. On that note, <laughs> if you need to contact us, uh, lay eggs in our brain. Vin Diesel, seriously, contact me. Bob <laughs> at candycodedrazor.com. Uh, visit us on the web at candycodedrazor.com. See me on Twitter at, at candyrazorbob. Or catch us on Facebook by searching for Candy Coated Razor Blades. And you can follow me on Twitter at Zanman Horror Fan. That's X A N M A N Horror Fan. And you can email me at podcasthorror at gmail.com. And make sure to like, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast right now. You are our listeners, and we love you unconditionally. We're not even going to judge you for eating that second brownie. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I feel like we almost have to erase that entire ending just so that we can practice by erasure. Ah, no! Aww. No! So come on, all right, so, so we can do no, a proper No, seriously, bite. for real, bye. Bye.